0: Hey, today I want to give you seven things you must avoid. If your goal is to speak English fluently, you must avoid these seven things. Do you want to know what they are? Well, then I'm teacher Tiffany. Let's jump right in the very first thing you must avoid. My friend is using Google translate exclusively. Listen very closely, you must avoid using Google translate exclusively all the time for everything. This will inhibit you from becoming a fluent English speaker. You're probably asking why isn't it great? Here's the first reason why lack of context. You see Google translate may not provide you with accurate translations because it doesn't know the context. There are so many things when you're learning a language that are connected to culture, connected to a specific context. So if you're only translating word for word based on Google translate, it won't help you in the way that you need. The second reason is right here, limited vocabulary. It often gives you literal translations, which may not cover the full range of meanings. For example, wow, there's an idiom in English piece of cake, that's an idiom. It has nothing to do with food. It's actually talking about something being extremely easy, but if you put piece of cake into Google translate, it's going to translate the literal words. Oh, a piece of cake. So, you have to be careful because, again, limited vocabulary. Not knowing the context was the first reason. And second, limited vocabulary. The third reason is right here incorrect phrasing. It can produce sentences that sound unnatural to native speakers. Listen, this happened to me. You know that I learned Korean when I was living in Korea, I speak Korean. And I would use Google translate as well. It's not bad. We're just talking about using it exclusively, meaning all the time in every situation, and I would use Google translate. But then when I'd go and speak to my friends, or even when I turned a paper into my professor that had a portion that was actually translated by Google translate, they would say, this sounds awkward. This sounds weird. This doesn't sound natural. So you must be careful. You need to avoid using Google translate exclusively. If your goal is to speak English fluently, here's the second thing you must avoid. If your goal is to speak English fluently, you must avoid translating word for word from your native language. In other words, transliterating. Don't translate word for word. It's so funny when I was living in Korea and learning Korean, I realized that in Korean, there were so many words that had deep meanings. There'd be one word that means so many things, but in order to translate that one word into English, I need to use 10, 15 or 20 words. So you have to be careful not to translate word for word. Here is reason number one contextual meaning, in other words, translating word for word may not convey the intended meaning in English. You might not get the real meaning if you translate word for word. The second reason is you have to remember awkward phrasing. It often results in awkward and unnatural sounding sentences. When you translate word for word, your goal is to be able to express your ideas, express your thoughts, your thoughts might be different in another language. If you translate word for word, people might misunderstand. So you have to avoid this and also. Difficulty in comprehension. Native speakers may find it hard to understand transliterations. Again, going back to the first example, piece of cake. If you translate that, people will look at you and say, so you want food? I'm, I'm confused. So you have to avoid translating word for. Word, remember we're talking about being fluent in English and getting to that point in order to get there, you have to avoid these seven things. Now, remember what you're learning. You'll be able to practice and review by downloading the English with Tiffany app. So don't forget to download it. The link is right in the description. Let's move on to the third thing you must avoid. The very third thing you must avoid is a monotone voice. You caught it, right? Immediately, when I switched to a monotone voice, sounding the same, not going up, not going down, you have to avoid a monotone voice. Here's reason number one. You already caught it when I spoke with a monotone voice clarity. You see, using intonation and stress patterns helps convey your message clearly. Think about it. You're watching this lesson right now, probably because I'm very expressive. You understand what I'm saying. You like that when something's important, I either get very quiet or I might go higher to show you that, Hey, this is something you need to remember. My voice changes in order to convey a certain message. The second reason engagement a very Tone keeps your listeners engaged in the conversation. Again, if I were to all of a sudden switch the way that I'm speaking, number one is this, remember, you can't do that. Remember you would probably leave this video. You probably say, ah, this is not interesting. Why? Because when you change your voice pattern, when you change and use inflection, it actually becomes more engaging and third. A natural sound. Native speakers use intonation to sound more natural. Mimic this for fluency. Remember, I'm telling you seven things to avoid as an English learner if your goal is to speak English fluently. So, again, number three, avoid a monotone voice. Here we go. Number four. Number four is another good one. You have to avoid the habit of using the same words. I know it's challenging. Trust me again. I learned Korean and it was hard. Stay till the end because I have a story about that. And man, I understand where you are, but you have to avoid using the same words. Here's the first reason. Expressive range, a varied vocabulary allows you to express ideas More precisely, for example, if someone asks you, how was the food? If the only word, you know, is good. You'll continue to say the same thing. It was good. It was good. But what you really want to say is, man, it was a little spicy while at the same time being sweet, it had this amazing aroma when I put it to my mouth. So it caused me to, you see how using various vocabulary words causes the person listening to even understand more. So again, expressive range. The second reason is you have to avoid repetition using synonyms reduces redundancy in your speech and writing. If you're writing something in English and you only know a few words and you keep using them over and over, it gets repetitive. It becomes redundant. So when you learn synonyms, for example, happy. A few weeks ago, I put on my Instagram channel um, on my stories. I put, Hey, what's another word that means happy. What's another expression people put elated people put excited. They put on cloud nine, same meaning, but different expressions, different words. The third reason enhanced communication, a diverse vocabulary makes your language more engaging. So again, you have to avoid the habit of using the same words. Remember, we're trying to help you speak English fluently. Number five, the fifth thing that you must avoid, you must avoid speaking too quickly. Imagine if all of a sudden I started being extremely fast and you couldn't understand what I was saying. Whoa, whoa. It would be overwhelming. The same is true for you as an English learner. You must avoid speaking too quickly. Sometimes this happens when you get nervous. So reason number one, clarity again, speaking at a moderate pace ensures that your words are clear and understood. It's okay. Take your time and state your point. The second reason reduced miscommunication. Slower speech reduces the chances of miscommunication. People understand what you're saying. They won't miss your point If you control your pace and also confidence speaking slowly helps build confidence in your articulation. Notice how I purposely started speaking a little slower as I was explaining the reasons why, because I needed you to see and understand the power of controlling your pace and how the person listening to you will follow along easily. So again, number five, avoid speaking too quickly. Number six, the sixth thing that you must avoid. My friend is avoid memorizing without context. Again, avoid memorizing without context. You don't just want to memorize expressions or words and not know when to use them and not know the proper situations where they can be used effectively. Here's reason number one. Meaningful usage memorizing in context ensures you understand how and when to use words or phrases, make sure you're always learning things in context. Hey, this word right here, when can I use it? Think of situations in your own life when this word can be used. Second, this is the second reason. Retention contextual learning aids in the long-term retention of vocabulary. Your brain creates certain triggers, certain connections when you learn in context. And finally, natural fluency contextual knowledge leads to more natural and fluent Conversations remember we're talking about helping you speak English fluently. When you avoid these things, your English will start to improve. So number six, avoid memorizing without context. And number seven, I want you to remember this, please. Number seven, avoid overthinking. Listen. I understand. I've been where you are. I'm going to tell you a story. Overthinking, you have to avoid it. Worrying about, hey, was this right? Was that wrong? Did I make a mistake? Stop. Reason number one natural flow. Overthinking can disrupt the natural flow of conversation. Stop worrying about making mistakes. Second, increased fluency. Relaxing and speaking without overthinking can lead to improved fluency. And finally, reduced anxiety. Overcoming overthinking reduces anxiety when speaking. You have to stop worrying. You have to stop thinking about what other people are thinking about your English speaking skills. Don't overthink. I hope these seven things will help you along your English journey. I'll talk to you in the next lesson. You still there? You know what time it is. It's story time. Hey, I said it's story time. (laughs) All right. I want to tell you more of a serious story today. I was in Korea last month and I experienced something that I'm sure you have experienced many times. So I want to tell you my experience because I want you to understand that I know how you feel. I know the challenges you experience as an English learner. So. I went to South Korea to visit my friend and of course I knew that I was going to have to speak Korean, but let me set the stage for you. I was in Korea for about 10 years. I came back to America, the latter part of 2018 since 2018, I've been a full-time English teacher. Every day outside of the weekends, I am teaching English. I am focusing on lessons to help you as an English learner, improve your English from morning until evening. I am focused on English. So what happens when you don't practice regularly? What happens when you're not consistently reviewing the language that you're studying, you guessed it, your speaking skills start to decline. And that's exactly what happened to me when I went to Korea. Now my understanding, I could understand what everyone was saying, but when I went to speak, it wasn't coming out as fluently as it had been in the past. I wasn't able to remember words quickly, words that I knew simple words were not coming to my mind. And there was a level of frustration that I experienced with myself. And I started speaking to myself Tiff. How did you forget that? How can you not express yourself? And I would feel uncomfortable in certain situations. I would get a little shy and I'm not a shy person. I would get nervous. And in those moments, I would think to myself, this is what my students experience on a regular basis. So I said to myself, Tiff, if you don't want to be in this situation, you also have to start reviewing consistently. No, I don't live in Korea anymore. No, there aren't people around me that speak Korean fluently, but that doesn't matter. So I purchased a Korean Bible. Well, actually my friend bought it for me. I was going to buy it. She said, no, I want to give it to you as a gift. I bought a Korean Bible and I said, I am going to read this every day out loud. Why? Because I'm teaching you how to improve your English fluency. I'm teaching you how to be consistent and I'm on the opposite side. Learning a language fluent, being able to speak it fluently and then experiencing this period of not speaking it at all. And now trying to restart my engine. You're going to experience that even if it's not now, you're going to experience it in the future. I want to be an example for you. So the frustration, yeah, it was not a good feeling. It was not a good feeling, but it was a reminder that if I go back and consistently review. My speaking skills will come back. So I just wanted you to know that your teacher understands what you go through. I understand how you feel. And I also am going to start being consistent with my Korean studies and pick it up once again. So hopefully this inspired you. Hopefully this lets you know that, hey, I'm with you. I understand where you are. I'll talk to you in the next lesson.